Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is episode number 42 of the Hustling for Happiness podcast, 10 tips on how to stop procrastinating and why you do it. Hello, beautiful people. This is Chris Teich, the creator of Hustling for Happiness. And if you're unfamiliar with what that is, Hustling for Happiness is a personal development website where I write blog articles to inspire you to get after your goals and dreams each and every day. But if you don't have time to read the blog or you were not a reader, then I record it for you right here on the podcast. So let's get into episode number 42, 10 tips on how to stop procrastinating and why you do it. I got another DM on Instagram from a follower. This one's really good and uh, inspired this entire episode. Here's what they said. Hey, Chris, I have a massive problem procrastinating. I know I should do things like working out, but I never do. Most of the time, I wind up not doing anything at all. Do you have any advice? Yes, I'm so glad you brought this up. This is going to bring a lot of value to guys and girls that are listening to this podcast right now. But this episode will be an overview about procrastinating in all areas, from business to working out. This will be quick and to the point so you can get moving and take action. Get a pen and paper if you want, if you can. And let's dive into the 10 steps on how to stop procrastinating and why you do it. So getting it in the first one, bad utilization of time. Let's say you're a student. You have a project due in two weeks. You think to yourself, oh, there's no rush. I've got time. You think you have more time than you actually do in reality. But as I stated before, you don't have time. Time is depreciating and fleeting. It goes by quickly too. Two weeks flies by and then... It's the night before. Where did all that time go? Oh my gosh. And then you got to hurry and cram. It's not good. We have to remember that how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you procrastinate working out, you're going to procrastinate with the deadlines in your business. If you have a business, if you work in a company, good luck keeping clients, good luck staying open and good luck winning against your competitors. It's just, it's it's not going to happen. So Take use of your time. Make use of your time. Don't let it slip by. Next thing, you are overwhelmed. Sometimes (laughs) we have too much on our plate. Our eyes are bigger than our stomachs, so to speak. When we have too much on our plate, we don't really know where to start. I'll talk about that later. And we can easily get overwhelmed by it. There's just, there's too much going on. As a result, this can lead to paralysis from analysis where we become crippled from examining our to-do list so much that we never move beyond that. And that's all the action that we take. It's just looking at the to-do list. That's it. If you can, first, remove some items from that list. That will lessen the feeling of being overwhelmed. And then you have to remember, the only way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. So focus on one thing, do it, take a step, and then do the next. Remove some items from that list if you can. Distractions. This is a big one. We all have phones, right? How many notifications do you have turned on? Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, text, LinkedIn, Pinterest, etc. It's too much. Turn the notifications off. You could be on the way to the gym or about to do your work and then Twitter grabs your attention with a news story and then you're sucked in and your focus has taken a hit. 
Now you're no longer completely present in the moment, focusing on the task at hand. Instead, you're thinking about that news story, dealing with coronavirus or dealing with Trump or dealing with Jeffrey Epstein or whatever it may be. Turn the notifications off. Like right now, when I blog or record for the podcast, the phone notifications are off. My phone is actually on airplane mode to make sure I'm completely focused on my task at hand in front of me. So get rid of the, dist- the distractions. I can speak, I promise. Next one, perfectionism. How ironic. <laughs> perfectionism, as I screw up speaking and stumbling over my words. Perfectionism, you wind up not taking any action because you think it needs to be quote unquote perfect or the conditions need to be perfect before you start. Let's talk about the conditions first and I'll use getting in shape for this example. You don't work out because you don't have the right shoes or the right outfit or the heart rate monitor or you show up to the gym and somebody is on your favorite machine. So you turn around and then you go home. Guys and girls, You don't need the conditions to be perfect. Just go train, run, start, do what you can, and then improve as you go, okay? The pressure of being perfect, little tidbit for you here, I will do another episode on this in the future, but the pressure of being perfect is actually the fear of failure and the fear of success combined into one. I'll explain. So you're afraid if it isn't 100% perfect, which is just an illusion anyway, anyway, then you won't even attempt it. You wind up not even trying. You won't take any action because you're automatically, you have this fear of it not being 100% perfect. So you don't do anything. That's pathetic. And then if you do succeed, you have a fear of that too. If you actually do obtain success, now it's the added pressure from new opportunities that falls into your lap. So you become immobilized by a future that hasn't happened yet thinking you must be perfect every single step of the way. Guys and girls, get perfect out of your mind and focus on progress instead. Moving on to the next topic, you don't know where to start. I mentioned this earlier, but now let's break this down. Procrastination can be the spawn of a lack of clarity. So you know what you want. The end state goal is in mind, but you have no idea where to begin. As a result, no steps can be taken. No action taken. That's the cardinal rule. That's the cardinal sin. You have to take action. So how do we do this? First, this is of paramount importance. Create a plan or a blueprint. That's got to be done first. After the plan is laid out in front of you, you then have to create a schedule. Map out time each day where you can take steps, focused, intentional steps. When I blog, I normally write first thing in the morning. It might be on my phone, laptop, or in a notebook, but I write every day. I do it every day. I commit to it every day. I stick to it every day. So here's an, here's an example for my own life. If I desire to, to knock off a particular reading list, so my desire is to read a new book, I create a plan. Okay, find the reading list, find the book, get the book. That's the plan, right? Then... I create a reading schedule, 30 minutes before I go to sleep at the end of the day. Boom, done. I now have clarity of what's going to happen and how I'm going to accomplish this goal. Gain clarity from creating a plan and then a schedule. Stick to it and progress will be yours. Moving on to the next one, low 
energy. This one sucks for sure. And if you suffer from low energy, you will most definitely procrastinate without a doubt. Dragging your feet breeds a lack of excitement emotionally. And if you aren't excited or fired up, you won't get as much done. And you definitely won't get as much done as you intend to get done. You have to be moving, going, driving, producing, full of life, vital, energy. It's got to be there. If you have low energy, then you have to look at your habits when it comes to your diet, when it comes to your lifestyle. Clean it up. Cut out the sugar. Cut out the extra stuff. Eat real good whole foods. Drink more water. Check your sleeping patterns and make sure that you limit your exposure from blue light. If you're not familiar with what that is, quick tangent here, get blue blockers. I will put a link in the description for them. These have been a lifesaver for me. Essentially, from our devices, phones, laptops, they emit what's known as blue light, okay? And what that does, that penetrates through our eyes into our brains, and it disrupts our natural circadian clocks, right? So it could be 1130 at night, and your brain thinks it's eight in the morning because of the blue light that it's used to getting from the sun, but instead it's getting from a man-made device. And that will no doubt affect your sleeping patterns and you know impede your recovery. So here's the other thing, big topic, lack of caffeine or the other end, too much caffeine. Both are gonna screw with your energy. So get your energy in check, look at your habits, make a list, see what you're doing, see what you're not doing, and then alter as need be. So in business and entrepreneurship, low energy is going to kill your productivity. Less sales calls and less tasks completed means less money and less business. Fix your energy levels. Not only will you feel better, but you'll get more done, which always feels good. Now, moving on to the next thing, boredom. Sometimes you procrastinate because whatever goal or project you're working on is just boring. You discover in the process and in that journey that you were only interested at the shiny object at the top of the mountain. However, when you're actually climbing to the summit, you realize on that journey that you actually hate hiking, that you can't stand climbing, you don't enjoy it at all. And then you discover and you say to yourself, why am I doing this? So find a goal that you desire and then a process aligned with that goal that you can fall in love with too, if you can, you know? So... Working out, we'll go with this example, is not necessarily a fun process. However, it can be. You can make it fun. There are many ways nowadays where you can spice up your workout. Music, podcasts, watching television on the bike or treadmill when you cycle and run, etc. I'm reminded of an old saying, variety is the spice of life. So, introduce some variety and that'll cure your boredom on this journey. Next one, your circle. I've talked about this before, but it always bears repeating. Maybe your leader or boss procrastinates. Perhaps your parents or friends are guilty of it. As I've said before, we are the average of the five people we spend the most amount of time with. Be careful who you associate with. You will soak up their energy. If they are procrastinators, you will run the risk of soaking up their behaviors through osmosis. Literally just being in the same physical environment as them and you're going to soak up their energy. So change your circle, literally or figuratively. If you cannot do it literally, what are you doing in your spare time? What videos on YouTube do you watch and entertain? What films or podcasts do you digest? 
I love watching videos that help me learn and level up. I digest and soak up content from those that have already achieved what I desire or are living the life that I want. Does that make sense? It helps me operate like them. My thinking morphs into theirs, and as a result, so does my behavior. So be attentive to your circle. Next thing, you don't see or remember the value of the goal. So maybe you started off working out because you have health issues, a bad heart or too much body fat. Perhaps you wanna lose weight to feel better about your body, whatever the reason. In that process though, you start to only feel the pain. It's hard, it's difficult, it's beyond taxing. And now you start to lose zest in the journey. You lose the excitement and it morphs into dread. In these moments, you have forgotten the initial goal. You have forgotten what, what you really, really wanted. You don't remember the initial desire and you can't see the top of the mountain you're climbing. So you're lost in this, this fog of what is. Since you can no longer see where you're going, you no longer see the value of moving or doing at all. So you don't. My friends, go back to your why. Why did you want to work out? What was the original reason? Whatever it was, write it down. Keep it with you in your wallet or in your purse. Post it on your bathroom mirror. Look at it often. Put it in a place where you can see it often. Use this with all of your goals. Not just working out, but with all of your goals. Why did you want to start that business? Why did you want to learn that instrument? Why did you want to learn that language? Always remember your why and your reason for starting. That will keep you from quitting. The next one, you developed the habit of procrastination. Now, procrastination, in my opinion, isn't a feeling, but more of a habit, right? Habits are learned and they can also be unlearned. You can replace habits that don't serve you with healthier habits that can serve and empower you. So those who suffer from procrastination rely on motivation. Motivation is a feeling, right? Just like the feeling to procrastinate. Mm -hmm. We must recognize that we procrastinate because we rely on feeling motivated to get the job done, right? However, we got to remember that motivation is completely unreliable because it makes us susceptible to procrastination. Self-discipline must be learned and made into a habit. It is king. I will put a link in the description for the self-discipline manual that I wrote. It is free. All you got to do is plug in your email. Boom. Ebook in your inbox. Self-discipline. Now, learning a new habit is simple. It's just not easy. It's got to be done every single day for at least a month. But if you really want to implement change, minimum six weeks. It's like it really cements in the mind and solidifies after six weeks of doing it every single day. So, my friends, there it is. Final thoughts, okay? And you have to remember, I get it. I, I really get it. We all feel this. I used to be... <laughs> the king of procrastinating, especially with the things I didn't want to do, with the things that I felt like I had to do. But how are you going to get anything done if you always let procrastination win? You really won't.
And you'll lose to those who know how to utilize self-discipline. But, you know, to the person who wrote this, who wrote in for this, this is a good experience to have because you are about to level up. I remember when I first became aware of the fact that I had a procrastination issue, it became a mission of mine to unlearn that and then reform myself to become a better version of me. That's where you are, and it's a great place to be, but you must commit. And I urge anyone else that is listening to this, if this has resonated with you, where you, you know, suffer from procrastination, you got to commit. You have to commit to the change. Change is hard. It takes time. It is a daily, conscious, intentional, consistent effort every single day. But you definitely can change, without a doubt. So remember, anytime you feel the urge to not do anything, come back to this list. Re-listen to this podcast. Find it on the blog. Keep it handy. You must be determined to break out of the cycle you found yourself in and then take massive action. That's the only way to change. So there you have it, my friends. 10 tips on how to stop procrastinating and why you do it. I hope this episode has brought you some value. Please share the content with those that you feel may benefit from it. I'm trying to grow this brand as much as I can while I can. A quick recap before I send off. Get better at utilizing time. Reduce your to-do list to combat feeling overwhelmed. Limit your distractions and stay focused. Trade perfection for progress. Get clear and create a plan. Fix your energy. Bring variety in to add some spice and fun to things. Change your circle and the group you run with. Remember your why and look at it often. Develop self-discipline. And as always, my friends, keep hustling for happiness. Peace.